Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Hey everybody, Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast here, coming at you with a quick little snippet about this episode. Uh, you're going to hear us mention some dates. We screwed up. We screwed up. We <laughs> thought this was coming out on the 3rd. It's actually coming out on June 10th. So every time you hear us talk about, oh, this Thursday, June 3rd, we mean June 10th. We're human. Change the 3 to a 10 and give us... Five stars. Bingo! Five-star review. <laughs> Take that 10, cut it in half, put a five-star review, and listen. Awesome. Enjoy the show. <laughs> I was driving down the road. In your down coo- a road. In your Cummins? In my Cummins. Yeah, okay. okay. Just uh, getting into Wandermere. You know where Wandermere is? Yeah, you know yeah, where yeah. the movie theater is right uh-huh. there? <clears throat> it's like, like, so just so everybody knows, I, I live just north of town. Like, just north of town. Like, the last, I would call it, like, suburb... Um, right out of Spokane. And yeah. then after that, it's Deer Park, mm-hmm. um, which gets into more like country sort of towns. Anyway, so I'm, I'm driving into town. So I'm driving into the, the tippy tip top of Spokane. And, you know, there's people coming from all over, you know, up north. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm driving and I look over to my left and I'm, I'm at a stoplight. And I look over and I see this red second gen. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit. When I used to work at Dishman Dodge, there was this red second gen that had a canopy on it and it had compounds on it. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, like before I started working here, seeing a truck like that was super cool, right? Yeah, it was like seeing a UCC truck. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's a badass truck. This thing's got so much work done to it. And I thought it was that truck and I didn't see anything past the cab. And I was like, well, I remember that truck had like a canopy and some other thing. There was like a, a truck in the way. But anyways. If this guy's a listener, I'm not bashing it. Just wait. <laughs> but, so I see this red second gen, and I he he goes, and I'm I'm looking. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with his bed? I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking. 
this dude's got it was a short bed truck so it was like a, the crew cab short bed this dude's got an old school chevy stepside bed on the back of his second gen <laughs> but it was like this it was like it wasn't newly painted it was like rough like he just mm-hmm. took it off of a like early 70s truck um but it matched <laughs> like, like i was looking at it i'm like I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I've got it mixed kind emotions. Of, it kind of looks okay. <laughs> it kind of looks so. I mean, keep in mind, I was like 100 feet away, so it's like yeah. I'm not like closely looking at it. There's probably two by fours under it for <laughs> pulling the old Dustin flatbed yeah. to Justin flatbed on it with a two by four <laughs> under it. Who knows? But interesting idea. Interesting uh, bed choice. I mean, if it works. If it works, it works. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a yeah. That was an odd one. That was an odd one. Yeah, it always kind of strikes you funny too. Like when you see a vehicle and you're like, something inside of me just doesn't know what's going on with that right now. I well, don't know what it is. Well, here's the thing that got me was they they built a. I mean, they built those trucks from '94 to 2002. You're telling me you couldn't find a bed <laughs> <laughs> for cheap? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could have found one, bud. Like probably cheaper than that bed, unless he just had that truck laying around. I bet you he probably just had it. But still, like that, I'm gonna put this step side on yeah. there. Well, step side. It's gonna say Chevy on the back, but yeah. it's gonna be a step side. I don't care. So I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of like it. Kind of don't. It's kind of weird. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's different. That's for sure. Different. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. I've got a hair coming out of somewhere in my face, and I can't tell where it is. Anyhow, um, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, We are also on Instagram and TikTok, apparently. Um, You can find us on there. We we definitely do not spam your feed because we barely post on your feed at all. But when we do, you can guarantee it's going to be a gooder. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, Tyler, hit him with hit him Ooh. with the info. Yeah. on You know, we're always looking for reviews. More reviews uh, not only makes us look better, <laughs> but uh, uh, it helps inform all the other diesel enthusiasts out there in podcast land that this is the right podcast to listen to. This is the best one to listen to. So keep those reviews coming. Um, actually... We just got a super awesome review yeah. from a listener that has been listening since the beginning. Sorry, in the beginning, <laughs> but sorry um, about that. Yeah, he's super cool. Military Air Force guy. Yeah, he's a pilot. Yeah, he, he he took some super sick pictures of. I'm I'm, I'm assuming that's him flying his plane. I, I mean, not the, like, the names match up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but super sick. Uh, so thanks for those reviews. Keep them coming on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned. Leave a five star review. Send that to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com just a screenshot uh make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address send a super sick sticker to it looks like just looks just like our background ben's shirt and ben's cup again i took my cup out of the dishwasher and i was like i need to bring this to bring this back and then i put it in the cabinet (laughs) well uh, (laughs) they are dishwasher safe they are dishwasher safe yeah lastly tyler what the hell yeah i know figure it out Figure, that was really Figured Canadian out. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Figured out. That was a little, uh, <laughs> little letter, Kenny. Figured out. Figured out. Other things there. This is uh, we do post these videos on YouTube. Uh, that is the best place to comment on a certain episode, or maybe if you have something to add or anything along those lines. Uh, Jim Lawrence calling you out by name. I don't know if you just found out how to comment or not, but I appreciate all your damn comments. He's been leaving like one comment on the last like fifteen episodes. Yeah. And I got I'm getting back to you slowly but surely. But uh, I appreciate your comments. 
he's also the, the guy, and this is this is not like a. I'm not mad at you, Jim, by any means. But when we mess up, Jim knows. Oh, good. Yeah, we have Jim, one, we have a fact checker. We got a fact checker. That's fine. That's, That's good. totally cool. I'm cool with that. Like, see, now I'm going to sneak in facts that are not true <laughs> to see if you catch them. So now you got to step your game up, Jim. <laughs> Go, Jim. <laughs> step it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, other, I mean, other people have been commenting, too. I greatly appreciate those. We've been getting some comments on, on your episode about your, your hard reset. Uh, dude, that I've been pe- getting uh, – my followers have been bumping up. Dude, my numbers yeah. are bumping, bro. Yeah, pump those numbers up. <laughs> I, don't, I literally <clears> – <throat> This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. If you guys haven't already noticed, if you follow us on uh, the the America's Diesel Podcast Instagram, um, I'm not much of a social media person, no. <laughs> like hardly ever. I still haven't posted a picture of the truck, but people have been asking about it. I even got a pri- is that a DM? Is that a yeah, yeah? Someone got, slid in your DMs. I, someone slid in my DMs and was uh, uh he actually said that uh, the episode really kind of resonated with him. Yeah, and it was it's uh, I, I, that stuff is awesome. I took the time. I accepted his Ooh. his. Uh, um, I don't know if he followed me or not, but I accepted his message and I responded back. I'm like, thanks, man. That was super awesome. Cool. Yeah. Something along those lines. I don't know what I exactly said, but um, I need to get better at that. I know. But it's just kind of one of those things that I'm kind of happy that I'm not a social media person because oh, yeah. I see other people and it like almost like it like takes over their entire life. And when especially on the weekends when I'm out of town, like I could care freaking less where my phone is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't care. Like, it'll die friday night and i'll be like oh whatever i gotta charge it for monday morning at some point (laughs) (laughs) but but uh yeah thanks for all the all the um i don't know if you call it praises or whatever but yeah super cool um i got some more followers sorry i don't post anything so pretty boring you're ready for (laughs) like uh two truck picks and one dog pick yeah (laughs) (laughs) there there was a guy that posted on i think it was at one of the ads that uh it it was a there was a picture of me and he was like do a kickflip and yeah. so, um, I, so Ben was using the bathroom and I busted out the, um, it's super funny. Cause this is like the owner's kids old skateboard. So it's yeah. like a, you and know, it, and it's it, like a Walmart it's skateboard. Like a Walmart it's skateboard, it's okay. like, a, like the, not even like a good Hawk. It's like the, the $12 Hawk with the plastic trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, so, you know, a little on the weak side. Well, I did a kickflip while Ben was doing a a bathroom break and I completely destroyed the board, <laughs> busted the tail off of it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so 
Yeah, maybe I'll have to bring my board in so I can do kickflips for people Thank you. when they call me out. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll support that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for the intro, uh, this is a news episode. We're coming at the news. Yeah, coming at you hard. So the today that we're filming it, it is May 26th. So UCC just happened. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And we got some other stuff going on, but uh, as per usual with the news episodes, Tyler curates these. If you, if you didn't know, like Ty- Tyler does the news episodes. Yeah, I do. I try to find good, you know, interesting stuff. I like kind of off the wall stuff. Um, this news ep- episode, I didn't do my regular newsletter ah. thing. To be honest with you, I just haven't had time. I've been yeah. I've been slammed doing some other things, um, but I may still do it. When I got free man, because <laughs> yeah. I, I like having that, like, I don't know, the polished look of a newsletter that's so, like totally, you know, half of it is satire. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, um, do we ever send any? No, I don't that? think we did. Okay. Not the, the next one. The, so the we, one we, did. Uh, we, we've been totally slacking on this, but the, the Tyler figured out how to do templates in Word. <laughs> and so he <laughs> made this newsletter. It's just like the most sarcastic newsletter it's yeah like, where you like he quotes himself talking about himself <laughs> it's, just, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> said tyler at diesel power products <laughs> in quotes and a nice like color bar and like the yeah. page and stuff like that yeah it's pretty dope and we, we debated uh actually sending these out but we have to vet you because like but then i got a little spicy on some things and yeah I was like oh, oh i probably shouldn't but. so i think in the, in the near future possibly this summer maybe it'll be a summer project well actually yeah. we'll, we'll figure out how to do a proper email list and but I want to keep them spicy. I want to keep oh, them like it'll be satire like a, heavy, kind of like like you have it, to sign a waiver. Like <laughs> yeah, like don't uh, yeah, don't. This is not the DPP mailing list. This is this is like you email. Like I'm imagining this thing being like 30 people long. Yeah, because you know? the woke police would be all over my yeah. ass in like three seconds <laughs> if it got out to like the world. Anyways, um, so what I kind of I was hoping to find more information on UCC, but I have a I have a theory. Okay. Because okay. you were looking too, and there wasn't like a huge, like here's the whole like rundown of the event kind yeah. of a thing. Everything I found was like kind of really short. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because there was the um the what the outlaw uh, diesel um, drag oh, race yes, is going yes, on, yep, yep. um as well. I but there wasn't enough or n- not enough, but there wasn't a lot. Uh, but I also kind of am feeling that probably because with the RPM Act mm-hmm. uh, that. You know they're trying to get going, and the EPA with diesel trucks right now, they're probably trying to keep this a little bit on the DL. Yeah, um, and I, I will say like a little bit to like the because UCC is basically put on by the Northwest Dyno Circuit guys. Yeah, um, and, and like we know them, it's they're not some big huge corporation. It's like three people. Yeah, um, and I'm sure they contract out and do other stuff with it too. But like, like I, I fully understand that that event is like it literally takes an entire year to plan. It, for sure they're already working on next year and all that kind of stuff so like i'm not trying to discredit what they're doing but it was really hard to like try and find more information after the fact like even something as simple as like here's the competitor you know you could you could click on their name but it, w- it wouldn't it would show like a picture of the truck and a couple of other things it wouldn't say like what it is i don't necessarily need to know like this thing has this injectors and this turbo but like i'd like to at least know the engine platform yeah something yeah. some sort of specs i yeah. mean i don't know uh, I mean, the biggest news from UCC was power-driven diesel. Yeah, blowing up an engine. <laughs> and at, at at first glance, everybody's like, "That's sick." And then the the reality please starts to come, and you're like, "That could have been really bad." Yeah, yeah. I mean, pistons were shooting up into the stands. There's a that video of the scalding guy. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I would imagine in the near future as um, like for next year, there's probably going to be some sort of netting <laughs> or something. Yeah, <laughs> I assume there will be some, uh, some sort of netting or some cables or at yeah. least like. Because uh, these guys keep on trying to push the limits of these engines and they're doing it. I mean, they're getting yeah. more and more and more power out of them. But with that comes more chance of things going kaboom. Well, that, in the, 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 when they say like pushing the limits, they're not going. They're like, all right, we got to push the limits and we still got an event tomorrow. They're like, no, we got an extra engine. Like, yeah, I don't know how much nitrous is going to take. I don't know how much I need to window the block, but I know how much I'm going to give it. Yeah. I'm going to have, have all of it. So I'm going to give it all of it. Yeah. Like fully knowing they're going well, to like, like, you remember when people, I remember, well, I, you and I probably remember when, when, when people were trying to reach that 2000 horsepower mark. Yeah. Um, carnage. Just, there was a ton of carnage, but guess what? People got there and now the next year there was like. 10 people that got to you know what i mean yeah, like now if, they, if you're not doing 2000 on the dyno you're like, yeah you're not going to be in the top five like yeah. it's you know so it's it's something where the the industry is pushing them to make more power mm -hmm. uh just because all the other records and all the other power numbers that they have you know people have reached is like the the new baseline kind of yeah. like you need to at least get here to be competitive yeah, so totally. i mean it's super cool that they can um push engines that far and uh um it is, you know, it's kind of cool to see him go boom as long as nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, and it's maybe it's the the older guy in me now, but I yeah. like seeing the ones that can actually do all three events. Yeah, and get through it. Yeah, oh like, for sure. That was that was, you know, and we're gonna get into this a little bit more later too. But like a lot of the big names that were there last year or the other years weren't there this year, and whether it's because business is other stuff, I'm not trying to make any speculations as far as like conspiracy theories or anything like that. I just, I think everybody had good reasons for doing what they did. Yeah. Um, but like Lenny's truck, the, the Armor Inc. truck with him yeah. and Donovan, like they, they are, and like LaVon Miller, same thing, like he, they're trying to find a formula to make a truck that actually lasts the whole thing. Yeah. Like they're not, you know, I'm not saying they don't break stuff, but they're like, they, they're doing the research, they're yeah. doing the testing, they're doing the tuning, and even when we had Lenny on here before talking about UCC trucks, he's like, all right, cool. So, you know, if let's say we do make 2,500 horsepower dyno and it's like completely strung out, why don't we just dial it back 5% because we know we're well within our means and then last the whole weekend. Yeah. And it's like you, you, you have kind of like those two different mentalities going into UCC. Sure. I think it's probably three. There's like, well, I think UCC too is one of those events where it's like, yeah, it's cool if you win, but if you like, kick ass at the dyno and make like mm -hmm. some crazy numbers like you're pretty much a winner <laughs> like yeah you know what i mean like i would say the, your reputation now like when you go to the dyno you're gonna be mm -hmm. like you're that guy um, yeah, exactly hit the giant number now they're looking for you know what are you doing next year what are you doing next you know kind of kind of the thing but all right let's get into it who won justin was it Ziegler or Ziegler? Ziegler, I think. Ziegler, Ziegler. Yeah. So this is from uh, Diesel Army, which uh, shout out to Artie. Um, he was there too. He was drag yeah. racing ODSS. Yeah. Um, so his 5,200 pound Ram clipped off a 5.3 second eight mile eighth mile on day one. That is fast. Yeah. That is very very fast. 2,443 horsepower, 3,282 mm. foot pounds of torque on the dyno day two. Holy moly. Um, 290-foot sled pull on day three. That basically got him the win. Um, pretty awesome, man. Like, that's, uh, that's badass. <laughs> that's a I mean, lot of Cheers for building a truck that got it done. Got it done. Got like, it that's, done. That's not easy. Yeah. So, congratulations. You done did it. And then, obviously, the uh, 
the explosion of power. Like those are the two biggest yeah. stories. Like oh, winner and kaboom. Um, so power driven diesel. They're aiming for that three thousand horsepower mark. Hundred and forty psi of boost. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then that's so, the, those, that's the mechanical mafia guys. Like those. Yeah, hell yeah. It's absolutely. They're towers in N fourteen. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, like we were saying, pistons going in the air, landing in the stands, guys picking them up with their Leathermans. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Good job, Leatherman. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice multi-tool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got from, <laughs> for UCC, really. I, I think for, I mean, for ODSS, I know that there was a, because Greg A was out there and everybody in the old, you know, face space and Instagrams or whatever, talking about Greg A versus Art, because mm-hmm. they were, uh, they were in the same category. And I felt bad because I am a Greg A fan. Like, like, just so you guys know, like, there's no animosity between other people in like the diesel, yeah, social media space. Like, I th- and I'm nowhere near what he does on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm a fan. I watch all his videos. I subscribe. Like, yeah. I comment when I can. Um, and I was like, man, I do love me some Greg A, but I gotta go with Artie. Yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> I gotta go. Like, I, I just and Artie's been on the podcast too. I interviewed him at SEMA not last year because it basically didn't happen, but the year before that. Like I gotta go with Artie, dude. Like, yeah. And honestly, I didn't even check to see who won. Yeah. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I'm like the worst fan ever. Um, I'm yeah. sure I, I, I'm supposed. I, I barely get to watch YouTube videos now because I got you know, a kid and all that kind of stuff for uh, sure. and projects and shit. But um, his recap is I think is on my queue for tonight, so I'll find out tonight. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So remember when I mentioned at the beginning of this, I like weird kind of off of the wall stuff. Yeah. You okay. Do. So I. <laughs> I'm an avid watcher of like documentaries and like expeditions. Like I love watching expeditions. Okay. Like mm-hmm. people go in places, you know, that they've never been to before. Like I watched this expedition of these people sailing through the Northern passage mm-hmm. and like trying to get through before it ice is over. Super freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Like I love that stuff. Okay. I watched this documentary on this guy named Shackleton. Okay. Have you heard of Shackleton? No, that's a good name, though. He's a badass name. Yeah. He's a badass dude. Yeah. He wanted to sail, or yeah, it was a sail ship. Yeah, it was a sailing ship through like Antarctica, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know where he was. I can't remember where he was trying to go. Anyways, it was this old school wooden ship that was built to be an icebreaker. Because if you're going to like sail down there, like you need to break ice because yeah. you're going to get just swallowed by it, right? He didn't make it. He ended up almost dying, like his whole crew. Like they were started eating the dogs mm-hmm. that they had, and like all this sort of you know bad bad shit. But anyway, yeah. you get, they got out of there. So I watched that, that documentary. Then I watched another documentary on Antarctica, where there was a a crew that was trying to follow Shackleton's route because his ship ended up getting just basically destroyed by the ice. Like they mm-hmm. got into a they got to a point where the ice just surrounded them, and. Once that it it just basically crushed the ship until it finally sank. And so this expedition was trying to follow Shackleton's route and find his ship. Mm -hmm. Because the cool the cool thing with uh, Arctic waters, okay, versus like Caribbean, you know, like let's say like pirates back in the day in the Caribbean when their ship sank or whatever, you know, there is bacteria, there's like even Titanic right now. Like Titanic is like there the bacteria down there is eating like 150 pounds of metal a day. Like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy how much that the 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 sea takes back, right? Mm-hmm. Sa- same thing with wooden ships. That's why you hardly find any pieces of wooden ship in like the Caribbean. You find the metal parts, you find the cannons, you find that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What's cool with like the Arctic is 
<clears throat> when a ship sinks in that cold water, there's no the, the bacteria. It doesn't exist there for it to break down. So right, if they were able to find his ship, it would more than likely be pretty intact. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. So this brings me to this story. So this guy, okay, let me get his name. <laughs> so it, 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 this was in 1939. Thomas Poulter. Okay. okay. He w- wanted to basically, and he's he, he had done expeditions to Antarctica before, but he wanted a a vehicle because he's he w- his big complaint was when he was down in Antarctica, uh, having a stationary place is just a recipe for death because you yeah, you, you got to move you got to be able to move right so he's like well why don't we make a, a kind of a base on wheels mm-hmm. powered by Cummins oh <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> so um, this guy in 1939 okay he along with the U.S. government. He got a bunch of money. It, it, well, a bunch of money. $150,000, okay? Well, yeah, <laughs> Which in today's money. <laughs> is probably... I'm going like, to crunch those numbers real yeah, quick. Yeah, talking, but yeah. Um, he had this vehicle made, okay, that was... Let me get the specs here. <clears throat> the tires were Goodyear tires that were 10 feet tall. They were like balloon tires. It was uh, 15 feet wide. It was like 56 feet long. Um... It looked like a uh, – it reminded me kind of like a hover – like those giant hovercrafts. Yeah, so <laughs> two eight, two point eight Just about $2.9 million. Which is still cheap to build what he built or build what he had built. Yeah. It, it, it was called – what was it called? The uh, Antarctic Snow Cruiser. Okay, so if you've ever seen like those giant hovercrafts, have you seen those? Yeah. They kind of got like the – they're kind of round in the front they got like big windows in the front that are kind of square and yeah if, if you don't have anything to reference up against they look normal size but they're actually freaking ginormous. they're gin- ginormous yeah. right so this thing's got these 10 foot balloon goodyear tires on it mm-hmm. that is a it's a it, it's a twin cummins i think it's h what are they, h6 they're combined 300 horsepower naturally aspirated 300 horsepower that is power each wheel this is like some Tesla shit right here. Mm-hmm. There, so two diesel engines powering four electric motors on one on each wheel. Okay, all right. In 1939. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah, look at us out here with our freaking cell phones and the Zemas. Can't yeah. figure. Out. <laughs> this guy, and in fact, the diesel electric drivetrain allowed for smaller engines and more space for the crew, due to the eliminations of large mechanical drive components, transmissions, blah blah blah. This is possibly the first application of a diesel electric powertrain in a four-wheeled vehicle of this size. So now, you know, nowadays those are this sort of design is in mining vehicles and all mm-hmm. sorts of all sorts of stuff, but it's cool that this happened in 1939. That's super cool, right? Um so they he had this vehicle built. It's called an Antarctic Snow Cruiser. Look it up. You're going to be like, "Whoa." <laughs> like this thing is yeah, insane. Yeah, especially when you see like how big it is when people are standing next to it. Yeah. Um, it says coming to life. This is also from Diesel Army. Thanks, Artie. Uh, he, he must have had a really good selling pitch because in August 1939, at the Pullman Company in Chicago, construction began. In 11 weeks, they had it done. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The snow cruiser was ready to hit the road. 11 weeks. We can't build nothing in this country in 11 weeks anymore. I can't get a leveling <laughs> kit in 11 I can't get freaking kryptonite yeah. ball joints in 11 weeks, <laughs> right? <laughs> it did take two years to design, which, okay, but 11 weeks to build? 
That's pretty wild. Well, I tell you what, that that is a classic case of uh, I think was that Abraham Lincoln said it. it's like if you give me four hours to chop down a tree, I'll spend three and a half hours sharpening my axe. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's like totally what it is. Yeah, um, it was four wheel steer, um, and the way that the suspension was built is. It was built to because obviously in like Antarctic climates, there's cracks in the ice, right? They mm -hmm. gotta get over. You know, mm -hmm. you see people going to Everest, they put the ladders down so they walk yeah, yeah. across. So this thing, it it had enough length in front of the front tires to where you could drop the entire vehicle down and basically set it on the snow, push it with the back. As soon as that tire got to land, you lift that back up, drop the back, and slide That's it right so across. Cool. Like a penguin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is pretty innovative for 1939. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very, like, I love how it's, like, very straightforward answers to problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top speed, 30 miles per hour, and it can go up a 35% grade. That giant monstrosity doing 30 miles an hour sounds terrifying. Yeah. Well, when they got it done, they decided to drive it to, like, New York or wherever, because they had to ship it down to Ar Antarctica, obviously. Mm -hmm. So they drove it. They got it stuck in, like, a drainage dish. <laughs> it almost ended the entire expedition right there just in, in the U.S. In a drainage ditch. It's like, oh, man, this is Damn not it. a good sign already. We're going to Antarctica, yeah. and we're stuck here in freaking Minnesota, yeah. wherever the hell they're at. Um, so... Oh, it has some neat add-ons. So it had uh, raised and lowered suspension, like I, I, I mentioned, um, like a 75,000-pound penguin. So that's where I got the penguin reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four-wheel steer, 30-foot turning radius. Not bad. 56 feet long, 30-foot turning radius. Um, and then when they park it, they raise the tires up into the wheel wells so that heat from the engines would keep the tires warm. Engineering marvel. Hey, I love that old school stuff. So, one may be asking how much fuel is on board because if you're going through an Antarctica, you're probably not going to turn that thing off. Like it's going to run continuously. Yeah, and then there's there's no fuel stations around. Not there might be <laughs> maybe one. There's none. No. Not in 1939. There's hey, jack shit. Um, so it carried six thousand gallons of fuel, but one thousand of it was for. The snow plane they had mounted on top, <laughs> like hell yeah! So that's that's pretty badass. Um, it's basically a modern day drone. I tell you, I yeah. bet you, I tell you, would scout and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they would exactly like. I guess they would just roll it off the back. I don't know. I'm sure they had somewhere to figure skis. it out. Skis. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the back of it had two spare tires, so two ten foot <laughs> diameter spare tires in the back. Uh -huh. uh, Six thousand gallons of fuel on board. It also had. Um, a control cabin, a machine shop, living quarters, storeroom, and a kitchen. Um, so, and then yeah, it says the rest of the us usable space was the two spare tires, blah, blah, blah. It was built in Chicago. Um, Boston is where they were driving to, not New York, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, were they shipping yeah. out to Boston? <laughs> Ship, yeah, shipping out to Boston. <laughs> Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it says including one... Uh, so uh, while they're driving, uh, one accident where they drove off a bridge, got stuck in a st <laughs> stream bed for three three days. It was stuck. Yeah. Could you imagine calling a tow truck to get that thing yeah. out? Like, what's your biggest tow truck? Well, how uh, many you got? <laughs> um, once it, it, I showed you the video. So once it it got to Boston, got on the boat, went down to Antarctica. Mm -hmm. As soon as they're getting it off the boat, they had wooden well wooden ramps. 
that we, it almost like I, it almost I showed you the video. It. it almost didn't yeah. make it. Like it almost <laughs> rolled right then and there. Like <laughs> pretty crazy. And you can see the dude on the very top is yeah! like, yeah, let's go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, they they ended up not making it that far. Like uh, the the tires didn't give them the best traction. Mm-hmm. Apparently, no, they um, look smooth. Like the yeah. longest trek they made in one day was like ninety-two miles. Um, they ended up getting to a spot where they like basically couldn't move anymore, so it just turned into a stationary <laughs> shelter, <laughs> just like you know it, he didn't it, want. It got itself <laughs> there though. So, <laughs> but what's interesting is, I think in nineteen forty-nine, no, forty-one, they, yeah. They planned on going 5,000 miles. Their longest single shot was 92. Yeah. It, and then World War II started going on. So these, you know, the U.S. government was like kind of crude this. Because mm-hmm. um, like back in the day, they were trying to get to places other countries hadn't been yeah, totally. first. Yeah. Just like the moon and all that, you know, whatever. Uh, no, sorry. F- 1946. It was found. Because when they left it, they put these wood sticks, like super big wood sticks all so the- around it. So when the snow came, they could know where it's at yeah so in 40 46 um uh, the u.s navy found it and they're like honestly we could just air up the tires and do a tune-up on this engine and i don't know what their tune-up consisted of but it's, it's like a tune-up um and this thing would run. And a hammer yeah <laughs> this, thing, this thing would run um so <clears throat> it, it, they left it again it's obviously a bunch of snow i mean it's antarctica yeah. right it's winter uh but it was found again in 1958 and they kind of undug it and went in, and they're like, this thing is, like, pristine. Like, everything that the crew had left was still there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was like they never left, which is – which this is, this is why I'm tying to the Shackleton thing. Like, yeah, down yeah. there, if you leave a vehicle like this in a field in the U.S., like, by uh, – it's rusty, gone. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. no chance of it coming back. But, like, if someone was able to, like, get that out of there and, like, <laughs> get it running, <laughs> like <I'm laughs> – Go to the DOL with that. Try to get a plate for that son of a bitch. Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Let's find it. Now's your chance. Yeah. So that was the last time it was seen. Um, it it could still be down there. It could still be in a Antarctica with just snow covered, just sitting there. Or it could be at the bottom of the ocean. Who knows? Nobody knows. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> but um, I like weird stuff like that, especially yeah. when it involves diesel engines. Like, that's, that's cool. Didn't I have another... Weird one, yeah. Before? The yeah, maple syrup. Oh, that was well. That was just me going on a freaking googling adventure. Um, there was um, one about uh, that people were smuggling diesel in. No, that was smuggling. That they were smuggling syrup. They were uh, stealing and. Oh no! Yeah, they yeah. were doing that. They were yeah. smuggling diesel. That's right. That's right. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much it on that one. Hope you're. That's interesting. That's that's yeah. a big vehicle. Yeah. That's a giant vehicle, and you got to check out the pictures and videos of this thing. I actually ended up finding like a a little bit longer explanation of like the whole thing um, that this like British guy was talking about on YouTube. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll probably watch it later. I'll see if there's an actual like documentary on it so I can watch it. Yeah. But if you if you guys come across like super weird stuff like that, send it to me. I love seeing that stuff. Love it. Yeah, Tyler's the guy in the morning. He's like, dude, dude, watch this documentary. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, and he's not like, dude, the guys wearing the foam or the the the, the crazy hats. They're right. They know what's going on. And he's just like, dude, I found this big vehicle that has like diesel and electric engines. 
It's in an archive. <laughs> yeah, like that is, you know, and everybody keeps talking about, you know, that's going, everything's going to electric, especially, you know, heavy duty trucks. You're looking at like Kenworth and all these companies that are testing these electric vehicles. Um, I, I started thinking about that actually today. I don't think that's actually, do you know what I think is going to come way before that? Is hydrogen. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Because I don't think the battery technology is going to be there yet because we, we everybody's said we were, working on hydrogen. We said we were going to do a hydrogen kit on the Honda. I, I totally we forgot should've. about that. We should have. <laughs> well, we know where it's at. We can still, we could probably con Melon into doing a hydrogen kit on there. I mean, the engine on the Durango is pretty much toast, so we could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not sold yet. So <laughs> Hydrogen bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's super interesting to me. Um, I, I, I truly think that. A lot of diesel stuff's going to go to hydrogen before mm-hmm. diesel gets eliminated and it goes to electric. Because I was looking, I should have actually put this on the the news episode, but uh, Walmart, I think Walmart is testing. Do you remember that Cummins engine with the opposing pistons that we yeah, talked yeah. about? It was a thousand horsepower. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another version that's a three cylinder opposing piston engine that they're actually testing this summer. Mm-hmm. That can, and they almost talked about it like it was a multi fuel engine that it can run on gas, huh. diesel, hydrogen probably propane too um kind of cool i think that's going to come a lot sooner than um than than full electric heavy duties well because they, they were opposing like like they were hit the the pistons were hitting each other weren't they or were they going out oh i think they were hitting each other coming yeah they were coming to each other because if you think about it they're coming to each other and they have a multi-engine or multi-fuel engine I mean, your biggest difference there is if it's not compression ignition, there needs to be some sort of ignition source, but also difference in compression. So, if yeah. you, I mean, you could potentially have some sort of variable, you know, something inside the wherever the combustion chamber is to, like, make it bigger or smaller to increase or decrease compression. Well, they had the multi-fuel engines in the military trucks forever. Like, Ash had that one that was a I want to see one that's like, well, so the multi-fuel one, will it do, like, gasoline or diesel? Or I'm pretty is it sure just, it will. Oh, shit. Like, you could put, like, freaking vodka in that thing and it'll run. <laughs> I think. <laughs> we'll have to ask Ask on that, but I'm pretty sure I remember him talking about that. Like, it'll run, like, on anything. Where's John? Where, what's his name? John or Jim? Jim? Who's our fact checker? Jim Lawrence. Jim, fact check. <laughs> fact check, fact. Jim Lawrence, go. <laughs> I totally, seriously, Jim, I want you to be our fact checker. Like, post other videos. Like, Wait, he's, <laughs> his comments, they're, they're, they're poignant. They're sarcastic. Like, in one of them, he says... And by the way, it, actually, and I'm a guy on the internet, so you know what I'm saying is true. Yeah. He's <laughs> that kind of guy, you know? Well, that's exactly what we need on yeah. our team. <laughs> you can be our, our tech team fact checker. <laughs> we will pay you in in YouTube recognition and, and, and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got a little budget right now. Yeah. <laughs> we spent all the money on our banner yeah. back here. <laughs> I still haven't got myself a new cup yeah. yet, so... <laughs> cheaper the better but yeah um i mean obviously there's some other things that have happened in the truck world you know that you know ford completely destroyed the lightning name for uh trucks thing hideous ugly dumb stupid don't like it i would take a cyber truck over that because at least it looks like it's like should have electric motors (laughs) you and i might fight over this one because like as much as like the cyber truck kind of weird cyber truck over f-150 lightning go 
the things I know nothing about the lightning yet. I, I don't care. I, me neither do I. Yeah, I just I just saw that it came out. The, I the, know the front opens like a trunk, like a stupid yeah. sports car. <laughs> I know that the the range on it. Everybody was you know what's the first thing everybody talks about with yeah. a, an electric what's the range what's on the range. That? The range was like three twenty <laughs> or three fifty yeah. or something like that, which I assume is fairly similar to the old the old Tesla Cybertruck. So Ford electric truck, like at least you're still getting a truck that's like truck ish. But the thing is, I, I'm. We, I don't even think we're gonna fight. I think we're probably like both agreeing on. But like, I, I, I kind of agree. It's like if you're gonna have an electric truck, like, it might as well look like it's it. It might as well be a freaking like <laughs> a, a futuristic, you know, square blob. Hell you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't, don't walk into the part and like, don't pretend. Like, yeah. This this Ford Lightning. Well, the thing that really irks me is the Ford Lightning was a cool little truck, like a cool little hot rod truck. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong. Electric trucks, obviously, electric vehicles are fast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the Ford Lightning was just, it was the only, except for later when Dodge did the SRT10 pickup, it was like the only hot rod, like that, that sort of started like the hot rod pickups. Well, the, the Chevy did, they had their, uh, like the, the SS454, uh, okay. the black yeah. trucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a whole hot rod truck kind of like thing yeah, going on Yeah, but the Ford Lightning was pretty badass. Like, oh, I, yeah, I thought those are cool trucks. Yeah. Like, but now you just it's like electric and it, I, I I don't get it. I, I get like the lightning reference but mm-hmm. you have already had you know a you know nostalgia with the name Ford Lightning and mm-hmm. now you've just ruined it. It was like Dodge doing uh, the Charger and made it four door yeah. and made it a sedan like God. that. I feel the same way about the Lightning as I do mm-hmm. the Charger. Yeah, I agree. That's just a that's just from a enthusiast the only thing that would bring this back for me is if for the lightning they basically went like polar opposites yeah. they had the electric version that was like this and then they also made like a supercharged 6.2 yeah like you get two options you get like four miles a gallon or 320 miles on a charge <laughs> yeah. yeah your pick yeah you're yeah <laughs> but no i yeah it's 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 not diesel so you know what screw it yeah. <laughs> but in other news i got a new truck <laughs> Tyler did still get yeah. the truck. That's pretty awesome. I'm, pretty, I'm so it's so pretty for sick. It. I'm still. Pretty, All right. You yeah. got anything else? I, I think that's pretty much it for the news. I mean, other than you know, I mean, we could talk about that outlaw diesel thing, but I really didn't look that up all that much. I didn't get a whole lot of info on it either. So yeah. yeah, we're slacking on that one. Um, quick note before we finish this one up. So we do produce or we put the news episodes out uh, faster than most of the other ones. Like we kind of build up a bank on there. So this one should be going out on next thursday which is the second third third uh which means by that time the contest to name our screaming eagle back here will have ended because that ends on the 31st yeah it's kind of a the low-key the low-key competition yeah um i have been saving all the people that have been commenting so i mean if you're going to comment on this one to try and win it's it's too late because it already already ended but if your name is substantially better than what we picked i mean we're making the rules up on the fly there might still be a winner that will get a t-shirt, but then there'll be a second winner that will go, hey, that was better. <laughs> <laughs> you two fight. <laughs> Foot race. <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, I just want to make sure that that's clarified in there. But uh, otherwise, um, we greatly appreciate you guys listening. Greatly appreciate the comments and everybody who's subscribing and emailing in. I have been getting a lot more emails. And yeah. it's uh, – I, I've I, – I always feel bad because I want to respond to them right away, but if they're not like directly related to like I need a part now, I have to take care of the people that do need parts now. Yeah, 
But um, in the near future, that should be hopefully changing, and I can you know, put some more effort into making sure Both that of us, yeah, yeah, that 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 you guys, the folks that are taking time to listen to us and support us, get better questions answered faster, and just a little bit more, a little bit more love, a little yeah. more time. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to be spread so thin. I want to be thick. Yeah. I want to be thick with the time with you. Yeah. That's weird. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You're, you're getting there. but uh, yeah. Well, if you listen this far, yeah. welcome to the weird part of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna- no, we greatly appreciate everybody that listens. Tell your friends. Tell your Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your uncle. Tell everybody. Anybody that listens uh, or is interested in diesel stuff, shoot them our podcast. Let them listen to it. Maybe shoot them uh, some of the newer ones where our mics are really good. <laughs> I'm not saying the older ones sucked, uh, but uh, we're going to end up redoing some of the new ones yeah. with our good mics, and it'll be kind of fun to kind of rehash some of the things that we talked about. Uh, but, yeah, keep the keep the reviews coming. Keep the listeners coming in. Keep subscribing. We're going to keep pushing out content, whether you like it or not. <laughs> take it. <laughs> take it. Just take it all. Take it all. <laughs> uh, be a lot more Cummins stuff coming since I'm a uh, you know Cummins owner now again. Again. <laughs> For the fifth time. Big man. <laughs> yeah. Big things. Long bed. Long episodes. <laughs> hey. hey. So, appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you check us out on all the normal YouTube and sp- freaking all of them. I don't even know. I'm so over it. Today's been a long-ass day. Yeah. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys all next week. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.